0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I'm going to go over my review of WCW's Fall Brawl 2000. Starting off the evening, we went to our first match of the night. It is Elix Skipper versus Kiwi for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup, back and forth matchup between both Elix and Kiwi. Elix was keeping the pace of the match, though, with Elix ultimately hitting the finish. Pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Elix Skipper. Again, it was an okay matchup, not a bad opening matchup, but again, you're not going to get a whole lot out of these two guys. Man, Elix Skipper is underrated, in my honest opinion. He had a decent career in Impact Wrestling, um, and I kind of feel like in some small way he was underrated, but it wasn't like he was really relatively known in WCW nor really Impact Wrestling. So, but again, this was a decent matchup. Hats off to Elix Skipper for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Misfits in action versus three count. Again, it was an okay matchup, back and forth matchup between both teams um, with Misfits in action keeping the pace. Misfits ultimately hit the uh, the finish on three count, pin for the three, and your winners of the match are Misfits in action. A couple of things I'll take away from this match is number one, it was an okay matchup, wasn't the greatest, uh, and I kind of feel like this match went on way too damn long, man. It was too long. They were really just dragging this match out. I don't know why. I don't know if they were just trying to, you know, do something with the whole TV pay-per-view time, but I felt like this match went on way too long that it needed to be like needed to go, in my honest opinion. Um, but again, hats off to Misfits in Action for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Chronic versus the Harris Brothers in a first blood chain match. Again, it was an okay matchup, back and forth matchup between both teams. Chronic was keeping the pace of the match. But the Harris brothers ultimately get the win. So hats off to the Harris brothers for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Lance, Ar- uh, Lance Storm. Lance Archer, wow. Lance Storm versus Hugh Morris for the WCW United States Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup. Back and forth matchup between both Storm and Hugh Morris. Uh, Duggan is here. He's ringside throughout this match, by the way. Jim Duggan ends up attacking Hugh Morris. Lance Storm then applies a single leg crab on Hugh Morris and your winner of the match by submission is Lance Storm. Again, it was an okay matchup. I was kind of surprised that Jim Duggan kind of turned on Hugh Morris and then, you know, was rocking a Canada shirt, obviously from Lance Storm being from Canada Um, and a great wrestler at that. Um, So I was kind of shocked that, you know, Jim Duggan kind of turned heel in this match to join up with Lance Storm and kind of double cross Hugh Morris. So I was kind of, that was kind of shocking, but, um, Again, hats off to Landstorm for getting the win in this match, but I just wish it was a clean finish. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card as well: it is Rey Mysterio, Disco Inferno, Conan, 2, Guerrera, Tigress, Paul Orndorff, and Big Vito versus the Natural Born Thrillers with Reno and Johnny the Bull. Again, it was an okay matchup. That uh, was a back and forth matchup with everybody involved, but the match ended up turning into a no contest due to the injury that was suffered from Paul Orndorff. Uh, It looked like he got seriously hurt in this match. He could not move. I think he actually, like, fractured his neck or something like like that in this matchup. It looked absolutely brutal, man. He looked like he was in serious pain, uh, and the match ended up turning into a no contest. Um, Again, it was an okay matchup. Again, it sucks that Paul Orndorff got an injury in this match. Again, rest in peace to Paul Orndorff, man. Absolute legend. But um, for what it's worth, I mean, Paul Orndorff was really holding his own in this match until he got injured, so... Um, Again, hats off to everybody involved in this match, but the match ended up turning into a no contest. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson versus Billy Kidman and Medusa in a scaffold match. Um, It was a decent matchup. That was a back-and-forth matchup between both Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman. Uh, Shane ends up throwing Kidman off the scaffold, down to the stage structure below, and your winner of the match is Shane Douglas. Um, again, some of these gimmick matches are okay, but a lot of them are bad. This was actually not a bad gimmick match. Um, it was pretty cool, to see a scaffold match, but uh, seeing Shane Douglas throw Billy Kidman off that you know scaffold down to the stage structure below was awesome. So, um, hats off to Shane Douglas for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card. It is Vampiro versus Sting versus the Great Muta in a triple threat matchup. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup with everybody involved. But Sting ultimately hits a Scorpion death drop, pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Sting. Um, A couple things I'll take away from this match. Number one was the people that were involved in this matchup. Um, Sting and Great Muta, man, that is a rivalry that's been going on for years, man. Some of the best matches I've ever seen are with Sting and the Great Muta, a great rivalry that has lasted, I mean, many, many years throughout professional wrestling. Um, And Vampiro, Vampiro... Uh, gave Sting, and I mentioned this a bunch of times, gave Sting some of his best matches towards the end of his run in WCW, in my honest opinion. Vampiro, to me, was definitely a rival of Sting towards the end of you know the run for WCW and gave Sting some of his best matches towards the end of WCW, hands down. Uh, the storylines were great. The graveyard matches were awesome, even though I wish it was more of a cinematic match, more than what it really was. Um, but Vampiro gave Sting a, you know, a hell of a run for his money Towards the end of his run in WCW, but uh, again, hats off to Sting for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Jeff Jarrett versus Mike Awesome in a bunkhouse brawl match. Again, it was an okay matchup, back and forth matchup between both Jarrett and Awesome. Mike Awesome was keeping the pace of the match, but then Jericho. There was I was in in this match. There was Tennessee Titan players surrounding the ring, and all of a sudden, you see Gary Coleman come down to the ring attacks Jeff Jarrett, and then Jeff Jarrett takes his guitar and then hits Gary Coleman over the head and knocks Gary Coleman right the hell out, which, I mean, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then um, Sting shows up, ends up hitting a Scorpion death drop on Jeff Jarrett. Mike Awesome then goes for the cover, pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Mike Awesome. Again, there was a lot of stuff going on in this match. Uh, It was cool seeing the Tennessee Titans, some of the former players ringside for this matchup. And then, you know, seeing Gary Coleman come out and then Jared hitting him with a guitar, I thought that was kind of hilarious. But um, I, def- I definitely didn't see that happening. And then obviously Sting showing up, hitting the Scorpion Death Drop on Jeff Jarrett, allowing Mike Awesome to get the win. So hats off to Mike Awesome for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go on to our next match on the card. It is Goldberg versus Scott Steiner in a no disqualification match. Again, it was an okay matchup, uh, back-and-forth matchup between both Goldberg and Scott Steiner. Goldberg was obviously keeping the pace of the match. Goldberg then hits a spear on Scott. Vince Russo was here. Russo ends up attacking Bill Goldberg with a bat. That Scott then quickly applies a Steiner recliner on Goldberg, and your winner of the match by submission is Scott Steiner. Um, a couple things I will say about this match, too. Number one was Vince Russo. Um, I'm not taking anything away from what the man has done for professional wrestling. Um, obviously, he was in the business for a long time, but man, a lot of these matches that he was in in WCW, he screwed over a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Um, and obviously, he was pushing the, the the new blood rising, you know, that whole the new talent coming in and stuff like that. But it wasn't like Scott Steiner was a newer talent. Scott Steiner's been on the map for quite a while, so I don't know really what was going on with that. And again, Vince Russo, not taking anything away from the guy, man. The, the guy knows what he's doing. Obviously, he was there for a reason. He was building talent. Probably the main booker at that time for WCW, if not with him and Eric Bischoff. I just didn't understand where his kind of where his head was at, leading you know booking these different kind of matches, these different scenarios. And Vince Russo got involved in a lot of matches that I feel like he shouldn't have been involved in, in my honest opinion. That's just my opinion. I feel like he just this match is let it be the match. Not have Vince Russo come out and just end the match his way. But um, hats off to Scott Steiner for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we're going to our main event of the evening. It is the main event of Fall Brawl 2000. It is Kevin Nash versus Booker T for the WCW uh, Heavyweight Championship in a cage match. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Kevin Nash and Booker T. Nash was keeping the pace of the match, but Booker T ultimately hits the finish on Kevin Nash. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Booker T. Again, it was not a bad card, man. It was an okay card, but again, I'm not taking anything away from Vince Russo. The guy obviously has booked some incredible matches back in the day for early WWE days. Um, and some WCW matches weren't bad, but I feel like he got involved in a lot of matches that where he just should have just stayed in the back and, you know, not gotten involved in a match. Because I feel like a lot of times, and there's multiple documentaries out there where people didn't like the direction where WCW was going towards the end. I mean, obviously Vince Russo had a little bit to do with that. Um, but again, you know, That Goldberg match, I feel like he shouldn't have gotten involved in that match. It should have been a clean match with a clean finish. But um, this is my review of WCW's Fall Brawl 2000. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.